the show where we cast our favorite books into film. I'm Rachel. I'm Flo. And I'm Roxanne. This is Typecast, brought to you by Rare Birds Book Club. This week, we're recasting Mr. Rochester. I just felt like I needed to add that at the end. <laughs> what if you didn't know him? It's, it's great. I'm, I'm not criticizing. It just took me by surprise. <laughs> so this week, a little bit different. A little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. Just focusing on one character. We're going to focus on one who has been cast and recast over many, many years and in many different versions. And that character is uh, Mr. Edward Rochester. Edward Fairfax Rochester. <laughs> Edward Fairfax Rochester. So if you've been living under a rock for hundreds of years and you aren't aware what the plot of Jane Eyre is, we're, don't worry, don't panic. We're, we're here, here to, to enlighten you. Yeah. We're here to help you out. So it's a book obviously by Charlotte Bronte, published in 1847, and it's about Jane Eyre. When we first meet Jane, she's a 10-year-old orphan living with her rich but very unpleasant aunt and cousins. Horrible people. Really not nice. After a few harrowing years at a girls' school, she obtains a post as governess at Thornfield Hall. Enter the surly and secretive Mr. Edward Fairfax Rochester, master of Thornfield, who's hauling some serious emotional baggage. (laughs) After a series of charged encounters, Jane and Rochester fall for one another, and he proposes marriage. Now, at this point, most of us already know, Jane discovers that Rochester is, in fact, already married and is keeping his mad wife, Bertha, in the attic. Jane runs away, sleeps rough on the walls, is rescued by some distant cousins, and discovers that her dead uncle has left her a ton of money. But she can't keep herself from Thornfield for long. And Jane hears Rochester's voice calling out to her across the mall, she returns to find the house is burned down. His wife set a fire and promptly killed herself. Rochester lost his sight and one hand, but Jane still fancies him. Listeners, she marries him. So, yeah, Jane Eyre. Do you like Jane Eyre? How do you feel about Jane Eyre? I feel mixed about it, to be honest. I mean, I love Jane Eyre, as in the character Jane Eyre, but I don't know. I mean, it was never my favourite. I think it's just funny rereading it. Like, a lot of the really intense romantic gothic stuff I kind of just took for granted when I read it before and now I'm reading it I'm like wow like this is so like teenage romantic you know scribbling away about this like mad love story very over the top yeah I remember reading it and getting to the end when Jane kind of finds him again because in the book he's gone blind Mm-hmm. And he's lost. Is he lost an arm or a leg? No, lost a, a hand. hand. He's lost a hand. But he gets his sight back, doesn't he? Isn't he able to see his child right at yeah. the end? At the yeah. very end. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, I remember it's like you get there and he's like, just in a terrible place. He's disfigured. He's blind. Jane. Yeah. Jane. <laughs> and I, I remember reading it and I was like, thanks for that. That really. That re- <laughs> just to put you. You're you really painting a picture. <laughs> Not my Jane Eyre. <laughs> That was his voice floating across the moors. Yeah. But she sticks up for herself yeah. when it matters. And mm. I think that's the thing is like people look at her and they assume, oh, you're like a little meek mouse. Mm. And then if someone tries to wrong her, she's like, actually, no, I'm she, Jane Eyre, bitch. And she really has no reason to have any self-esteem either. Because she's, had, <laughs> she's had like a... I mean, that's true. Um, that's she's true. had a terrible life. It's been like, like beaten out of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and ends up with a man who... well. Ends up meeting a man who is described as craggy. I don't know about you, but... Is but he described as craggy? Craggy. In the book? 
Yeah. Hmm. What page is that on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't make me do much. I think what's nice about this book is that you kind of really, you really see Jane falling in love. You know, like it's it's not instantaneous. It's not love at first sight. She kind of meets him and she thinks oh, that was kind of weird. He was kind of weird looking. And then each time she sees him and talks to him, you know, she's like, he kind of gets a little less ugly to her. And she feels a little bit more comfortable and it kind of grows and it comes upon her. I want to dive into some of the film and TV adaptations. Yes. There have been so many. <laughs> because past reading Jane Eyre in high school, I mean, I I, I relied completely on the uh, television adaptation. Which I think is, is probably true for a lot of us. Yeah. We know we know those kind of classics best from their adaptation, like from the films. Yeah. So um, the most recent one was with Michael Fassbender, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Mia Rashikovska. And uh, that was a film. And do you remember the first time you saw Jane Eyre, this, <laughs> this version? Oh, I do. I do. It was at, it was at my house, yeah. everyone. We all watched it together Yeah, in a past life. It was. On a big pull-down projector screen. Oh, yeah, that's right. I we got were, a projector we screen. We were students, and Roxanne... Um, invited everyone round to her play, and because I was obsessed re- with Michael Fassbender, and that rented a projector from the uni, <laughs> yeah, and like carried it across town into her flat. Oh my God, it and took set it up. me so long to <laughs> <laughs> across town. And in Edinburgh, has so many stairs. It was about five flights, and I must have broken it. Anyway, yes. It was an average film. <laughs> we, we definitely held hands when we were watching it. We did. Anyway. We did. We were very... <laughs> like the first moment when he kind of appears on the horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he is so handsome. Um, I didn't. I thought that was a pretty good casting choice, actually. But uh, I, I would agree. Yeah, I actually... Yeah. It wasn't a great movie. And I didn't think she was actually a great Jane Eyre at all. But yep. he is a fabulous Rochester. Yeah. He is like... Yeah, he is like a Rochester. Because he very, looks so grumpy and gruff and like... A very dreamy Rochester. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Probably hottest, too dreamy. the hottest possible interpretation. He, he doesn't have a craggy face, as far as I'm but concerned. Michael Fassbender has always been very good at playing kind of a bad guy. He yeah. does those types of roles really, really well. Yeah, yeah it looks like there's that. a lot going on inside. Um, then the second adaptation, which probably most people know the best, I would say, is the was it the BBC adaptation with Ruth Wilson? Um, uh, Ruth Wilson's amazing as Jane. In my mind, she is. Jane. She is Jane. She is Jane. Um, but she can be anything. Which is that why was kind of her breakout, wasn't it? Yeah, she really I think was. so. Um, and then Toby Stevens played Rochester. What did you guys think of old Toby? I mean, I didn't. I didn't mind him. The funny thing is, is that so? I read Jane Eyre in university, and after I read it, I was like, I need to find. I bet there's a film version. I need to find the film. And so this was in Canada, and I went over to the mall. <laughs> And went to H and B, where they had like a DVD collection, and they had like a single copy of Jane Eyre, oh. like the like the t- like the BBC yeah. version on DVD, and it was like fifty dollars. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> which is a small fortune to a student. And I bought it. <laughs> oh my god! And I took it over the dedication to my friend Steph's house, and we stayed up until like three in the morning watching all the episodes back to back to back. It's like four hours long. Yeah, the whole thing. It's a good series. Oh, it's it's great. So he he is truly for me you have my a soft original. Spot for him, yeah. yeah, he's my original Rochester. I mean, I don't think he has the gravitas. Yeah, I agree. And he's he's sort of a little too smarmy. Yeah, smart. I would definitely yeah. say smarmy. Even though yeah. he's obviously handsome. And- I don't I don't know why I think that. That's exactly 
That's the exact word I would use as well, smarmy. But I don't know why. Do you know what? He plays Gatsby in... Like oh, he's a, great as Gatsby. And he's like a perfect Gatsby. Where Michael Fassbender's character, you feel like, oh, tortured, hidden debt. Yeah. <laughs> With Toby Stevens, he plays much better, like that sort of papering over of nothing. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Uh, but I would agree. Great so, Gatsby. Mm. Not a bad Rochester. I mean, he was still very watchable. But um, yeah, he wasn't... He wasn't my Yeah, but it was. I, I would love to be able to swap them and put Ruth Wilson with Michael Fassbender. Oh like my that god, that's just. Yeah. Oh it my would god, just be that. Electric. I mean, do we even need to keep going? <laughs> I do think there's <laughs> like the, the, the thing is, is that this is such a long book and there's so much in it that it doesn't really work as a film. It doesn't at all. You can't put everything into it. And I think that was my feeling of watching the Michael Fassbender one. Yeah, is that if you had, you know, and then you've got the miniseries, the four episodes, and it's like there's so much more breathing room. It's Are just you, it feels so shallow when it's when it's a movie. Yeah. I think you really have to make a decision, especially the film. Would have been better if we started when she starts. Mm. At Thornfeld. Yeah. Because all the stuff that happens at Lowood School, all that like the Aunt Reed passages, even when I read it, I remember thinking like boring, 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 <laughs> boring. Like, Want to oh, get to the Lowood School. Oh, my friend. Oh, well. Like, <laughs> Do you know that Toby Stevens is Maggie Smith's son? You know, what? I found that out recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is he actually British then? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was American. No, 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 oh, no, no. Oh, interesting. No. Wow. No, that that's changes a few. He's actually acting royalty. Maybe we haven't paid him enough respect. <laughs> Speaking of American Rochester's, that brings me to the, my last adaptation uh, from 1996, which I have also actually seen with um, William Hurt and Charlotte Gainsbourg. Not a fan of this one personally. I didn't mind it. I mean, I thought I thought William Hurt was all right as Rochester. But Elle McPherson's performance really blew me away. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Elle McPherson plays Blanche Ingram. That's, that's correct. Like part Elle of the body McPherson, yes. Australian supermodel. Like In how all have she <laughs> ended up here? In all her Victorian finery. <laughs> but so who's, who is it kind of across the board where all Fassbender's the favourite of those? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I so. there was also a couple of adaptations with... Kieran Hines and Timothy Dalton. And I think actually Timothy Dalton Ooh, is, a good, good. is yeah, a good Rochester. He would yeah. be good. He's, he, he was a great Heathcliff, actually. Sorry. I, yeah, he's just had some very random and also iconic roles. In the 70s. <laughs> yeah. He was all over he was the BBC yeah. in the 70s. He was everything. Oh, okay. he was in Toy Story 4 as Mr. Pricklepants. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there we go. Still relevant. A real Still career relevant. highlight. So it's time for casting. Um, few rules first. Uh, the actors must be living. It's fair. fair absolutely fair enough. They, fair. they must be contemporary. So that means that you can't cast Sean Connery as a 20-year-old man. And they've got to be actors. So no crossovers. So I think we can kick off this part by talking about how Rochester is described in the book. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, what are our recollections before we delve into some quotes i remember him as pretty ugly yeah, yeah. and old <laughs> but she's oh. not he's not he's not he's really 35 i looked this up because i remember him as being really old and ugly as well and he's supposed to be 35 okay so yeah. i would have said 
A Victorian 35, so I would, yeah, 70. So that's about 70. <laughs> yeah, with age inflation, he's like <laughs> 50 to 60. <laughs> because I would have said off the top of my head, he was about 45 and Jane was like 20. Yeah. Like when I say old, it's like relative to her age. He is ancient. Yeah, and she's meant to be 18 when she first she arrived. She's 18. Yeah. Yeah. She's really young. Okay, yeah. It's, it's, it's a big yeah, old perk. It's, it's a little, it's a little it's weird. A little icky, yeah. <laughs> He has a dark look, a stern brow, yeah, and a craggy face. Like I think of him as having like quite dark hair. Yeah. Mm. Thick, dark eyebrows, yeah, dark these, eyes. His recollections are correct. Okay. So this is what it says in the book. He had a dark face with stern features and a heavy brow. His eyes and gathered eyebrows looked ireful and thwarted just now. He was past youth, but had not reached middle age. Perhaps he might be 35. <laughs> That's very specific, Jenny. <laughs> and then later she says he has broad and jetty eyebrows. A square forehead made, made squarer by the horizontal sweep of his black hair. He's got a bit emo, doesn't he? She's going in at him, my God. He's got a decisive nose. <laughs> More remarkable for character than beauty. He's got full nostrils, a wow. grim mouth, chin and jaw. Yes, all three were very grim. <laughs> Wow. And no How can mistake. you not, a grim lot of focus chin. on the nostrils there? I'm not sure I've ever noticed a man's can nostrils Can I ask you guys before. something? Yes. yes. Do I have a decisive nose? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's not indecisive. I would say mine is quite decisive because it's big. Oh, so you get a decisive nose. Not only because it's big. Is that what decisive nose My husband means? once said I had a commanding nose, which I think <laughs> is his way of saying that I've got a big nose. That kind of is a synonym for decisive. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Well, yeah, I would say in the very best way that you have a decisive nose. Yeah. Do you think you could sort of take that in and be like, hi, I'd like you to get me a... <laughs> <laughs> the decisive nose. What to a plastic surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> How would you like your nose to look decisive? Yeah. <laughs> also, he has full nostrils, denoting I thought collar. What? What? C H O L E R. Don't like cholera. His <laughs> <laughs> full nostrils denoted cholera. We need to look this up. Collar in medieval science and medicine. One of the four bodily oh, the humors, humors. Yeah, like collect, I, identified yeah. with bile and believed to be associated with a peevage or irascible temperament. Hmm. I'm really going to start noticing people's Unbelievable. nostrils so, now. So, I mean, a very unpleasant description of him. Yeah. He just but she also says he has a good figure in the athletic sense <laughs> of the term, broad-chested and thin-flanked, though neither tall nor graceful. So hot body, but not tall. But sort like of hot, stocky. Yeah, hot enough. But he's short, got, he's got short thin flanks. <laughs> what does she mean by flanks? <laughs> his legs, surely. Like his no. thighs. Flanks mean your sides. Isn't a flank like, like this? Yeah. Oh. He's got a broad chest. <laughs> so he's really wide, but from <laughs> the side, he's, he's really thin. Short, so he's, he's like an upside down triangle. <laughs> no, no, he's like a, a short Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> she describes him a lot, though. And like There are a lot of instances where she's just sort of staring at him across the room and being like, yeah, he's kind of ugly, but I also think he's kind of nice looking. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how up until now filmmakers have completely ignored <laughs> all of that. Just yeah. And I suspect we will as well. But I think, <laughs> In just yeah, a few just minutes. <laughs> I need a close up shot of the nostrils, guys. <laughs> okay, so that's what he that's what he look that's how he's described in the book. So what okay. are we looking for in our Rochester? Is he I guess is he hot or not? Yeah, is the kind of first question. So, because yeah. she's describing him as not that attractive. No, no, but I mean, like, he's got to be attractive, but like, conventionally hot, no. Attractive, yes. 
Yeah, I would say attractive is is the line we okay. want to walk. So let's break it down into, we'll cast like the dreamy version of Rochester, like the romantic lead, okay, the yeah, kind of yeah. Michael yeah. Fassbender mm-hmm. version the, the real of Rochester. Yeah. yeah, where we kind of glaze over the wife in the attic stuff and we're like, you know what? <laughs> They both had a tough time and they found each other and soulmates and it's all, it's all yeah. working out. Yeah. And then let's do a casting where we're looking at Rochester in not such a flattering light where we're like, Ooh, I like you know that. what? He's kind of a gruff older man. There's a real power imbalance between the two of them. He's massive not, nostrils. He's not downright horrible, but he is also a little bit selfish. Like he's, he's of his time, shall we say, mm-hmm. because he's, is he a lord? Um, no, he's a mis- I don't he's, think so. He's, a mister. he's just a mister. Yeah, he's yeah. a mister Rochester. But, you know, he's like a wealthy man. He has his estate. And in the time that they would have been living with, it would be completely natural that he would have all the power. And he was kind of above question. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. Jane would have none. And that in their relationship, that even when they got married, even when they loved each other, that's how it would be. Okay. So dreamy Rochester and a realistic rochester yeah okay and then i think just bonus round Ooh, what if we did a contemporary rochester <gasps> love it i love, love it. it so Let's if rochester was living in the year of our lord 2020 <laughs> who would he who would we cast who would we cast now yeah okay. i love this because like there's been so many adaptations of jane Eyre, but like has there been a modern retelling of it? I mean, is it is it too difficult to update? I actually think it is ripe for a modern retelling. Mm. If you made, if in like a modern version, if Rochester was just like, had had a really ugly divorce, like obviously it's not really, it's not really appropriate no. for him to be locking someone like in his house or something. But let's say the story was in a modern, like in a contemporary retelling he's gone through a really messy divorce where in that divorce, he was like... Smear campaign. Def- yeah, like he was definitely the villain. He really undermined her or he like had an affair or something mm-hmm. where he's behaved really badly in that chapter and he's not really carrying on that behavior now. But when she finds out about how kind of gross he was with his yeah. ex-wife, she's like, whoa, I'm really put off. But is yeah. the ex-wife like stalking him as well? His voice could drift over London fields. <laughs> Jane. Jane. <laughs> so, okay, great. Okay, so I think let's just get the realistic one out of the way. Okay. So that's going to be our least favorite. I'm, I'm, I'm actually most excited about realistic. Are you? Mm-hmm. I, have a, I, I have a few good suggestions. You know what? I found this really hard at first, but then it really came together for me really quickly. Like once I figured out one Rochester... I was like, oh, I've got four more ideas now. <laughs> All right, well, oh, okay. like, once I discovered one actor, I was like, and it could be him, and it could be him, and it could be him. Well, oh. then maybe we should do Dreamy first. Let's let's start. No, high. no, let's do because that is really who we should be casting. The trouble is, though, is I find because you know I, with my realistic picks. I just feel like they're very generously realistic, you know, because all actors are pretty yeah, good looking. Yeah, I, I actually Googled ugly actors yeah. and it's it really didn't hard. help. <laughs> I, ultimately, what I kind of went with was, I mean, the actors are still attractive, but what I kind of focused on was if they could play someone who was kind of quite harsh yeah. and could be like a little mm. bit mean yeah, or a little bit cold, have that, who okay. I felt really confident could sort of play that aspect of the character. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, I aged him up quite significantly. So did I. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I'm nervous. I, I honestly, nervous. I thought 
Rochester. I wasn't. I wasn't even considering a Rochester under the age of forty-five. I, I mean, honestly, thirty-five I was, is so young. I like, know, but yeah. Victorian thirty-five. Victorian thirty-five is like modern day fifty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's yeah. that's that's my ballpark. Okay, right. so who's for. your Victorian thirty-five? Okay, my Victorian thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I started with Kevin McKidd, who was on Grey's Anatomy as uh, Owen Hunt. <gasps> and also he was Lu- Lucius Farinas on Rome. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll slide past I that. mean, I like, I, I like him. Yeah. I think he's got craggy down. <laughs> You're dwelling on craggy. Craggy is not one of the words that was mentioned. Heavy brow. Life. He's got a heavy brow. <laughs> all right. He doesn't have very sleek black hair running across his square forehead (laughs) though but he does have a square forehead i don't i don't think he's quite right because he can actually be quite sweet yeah yeah but he's gotta be a little bit sweet no no okay all right right. like mike like think of michael fassbender who we have kind of agreed is the best rochester like he definitely brought a softer side when he was like in love with jane but you could never, you would never call him like cute or sweet. At any yeah, yeah, like tortured right. soft. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, Daniel Craig was another one that I went for. That's, James Bond. That's actually quite good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought yeah. of him too, but I actually felt he was a little bit too old. But I think it's a good suggestion. He's definitely got those choleric nostrils. Though, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, I mostly chose these for their nostrils. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. He's just, you, do you know, my only reservation about him is he is just so handsome. Is he? He's yeah. He's no. I don't think he's handsome, but he's extremely attractive. Yeah, he's like maybe too sexy, attractive. Very interesting. Mm. Okay. And then my last one was Ian Glenn, Jorah from Game of Thrones, oh, Khaleesi's side piece. Oh yeah, because mm. he can be mean. He was also Sir Richard in Downton Abbey. Okay, I didn't watch any of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> well. He- he would oh. be great. <laughs> of that, of your, he's of a bit your too short old, list, though, I think, probably. I'll take Daniel Craig. Okay. I, I, mm, realistic. Not, not sure, We're sure. talking about realistic Rochester. Yeah, I just don't know if he feels Rochester enough. He's a bit too slight somehow. I'm, I want to point you to the thin flanks once again. <laughs> We're still undecided <laughs> on what is meant by that. Okay. Okay. Right. Florence. Is it my guy? Okay. Who do you have? Heart's really beating really fast again. I'm so nervous, but. I can't I, – I think I might only say one name because I think he's perfect. Okay. Jason Isaacs. I have him for something else. <gasps> I have him I have him for contemporary. So, yes, 100%. I love Jason Isaacs. Right? He is sexy. Jason he Isaacs is Lucius Malfoy in Harry <gasps> Potter. And oh, he's – Oh, he's – I mean, he's 56. He's 56. So he's on the, he's but on the, he older, is the older scale. But so sexy. He's, oh, he's, he's, got, he's so evil. He's I got, love, but he's like yeah. super sexy. Yeah. Can he have the blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He, he actually Why not? Looks, <laughs> like he looks great with long silver hair, like a walking. Thing. It Do would you really like float around in the breezes on the moors, wouldn't it? Do evil, you, evil has rarely looked so good. Yeah. Do you dream of plaiting that hair? Is that no running your hands through that hair? Gonna shampoo. I love that. I I honestly do. I've, I love yeah. him. I'm not 100% sold, but I do love him. What so I would I like recommend it. is that you watch The Death of Stalin because he mm. is incredible in that and he plays like a, he's like a general and he's really sort of aggressive and kind of swaggery and very sort of also at the same time very char- charming and funny and he's, he's so great. Yeah. And he and plays villains really well, but he's also really kind of attractive and 
He does. He does that that great role in the OA as well. Yes. He, he's where he's charming but tough, but a bit reckless, and very sort of but conflicted smart. and mm. yeah, okay. great choice. Great. I mean, I did also have Dominic West, but I'm meh meh on that. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, Rach. Dominic West, I feel like, is more of a sort of a spineless baddie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he does play a lot of those roles. Well, maybe he could be Sinjin. No, Sinjin is the dullest character ever. Dominic West has too much charm. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, so... Sinjin could be played by a tile, I think. <laughs> a tile? Yeah, like a kitchen tile. That's, oh, I see, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we'll, we'll just get it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Fine. Fine. Let's plump for a minute. Okay, my realistic picks. Oh, I'm scared to say these to you guys. Okay, my fir- the first one that I came up with, I know he doesn't necessarily have the right coloring, but... Damien Lewis. That's, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, that is good. Yeah. Because he could be kind of like. And you say not the right coloring, but like two Rochesters out of the like that's three adapt- two adaptations. Fair. I guess just and in my William mind. William blonde. I think of him as, I think of him as dark haired. Yeah. We can put him in a blonde wig like <laughs> Jason Isaac. <laughs> my other pick, this again, well, Damien Lewis went down okay. So I'm yeah, feeling yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel good. I feel more buoyant. What about Andrew Lincoln? No, no, that okay. no, no, no. Just no, for the no, record, no. he's the guy who does the signs in uh, Love Actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me, Jane, you are perfect. <laughs> Do you think we had some Okay, so that feels like a no. He's, that, that was a dud. I feel like he's a Sinjin. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely could be a Sinjin. I mean. Oh, I think he's he's too charming for Sinjin. It is funny though because all of these suggestions are very handsome men. Yeah, I like, know you can if he yeah. if he's an actor, he is handsome. That's I know. that's just the that's although that's actually, I was thinking about Jared Harris, but he's not really the no. right type. But he's like he's got a craggy face. No, but that's I think it's just because Jared Harris can play. Jared Harris could play Jane. I mean, he's <laughs> and he will. <laughs> Do you know someone else? I didn't write him down, but I did consider him. But I felt like he was maybe a little bit too old. But was um, Hugh Laurie? Mm, think yeah. of him in House. Think no, just I just I can't. I can't. I just I always think of him as the Daft Prince in Blackout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I just okay, picture he, him saying, "I'm Aurora, a Roger." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, he's, so he's sort of too too funny. Yeah. Who do we like best then? I think, I mean, I've got, feel good about here. I've got Jason Isaacs down as a different pick, but I'm out of, I, I I like Damian Lewis, Daniel Craig and Jason Isaacs. Okay. So it's a strong round. Mm. Yeah. As well Mm. as surprisingly strong. Yeah. There was less tears than I was expecting. Okay. Okay. So I think now the stakes are getting higher. So the dreamy Rochester. So we're, you know, more romantic. We're kind of glazing over the bad stuff, focusing on the good stuff. So tortured, mm. want to figure him out. All right. Well, I don't know how this one's going to go down, but James McAvoy. <gasps> He's on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever since seeing him recently in um, uh, what was it? The His Dark Materials. I thought, oh yeah, he's got good. 
vibes for the role. Yeah, it'd be basically the same performance, mm. actually. That, yeah, he kind of is Rochester in that. Yeah. It's interesting. I've never, never considered that. But yeah, and very similar. how funny that Ruth Wilson plays opposite him. I know. Chemistry, chemistry. Oh. Ruth Wilson can, is like the evil Jane Eyre. So James McAvoy was one of my choices. I approve of that. I approve of that. Aidan Turner was another one. I was like no. getting weaker. Well, what no, could I no, do? No, no, James no. McAvoy was so perfect. We're not wasting Aidan Turner. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know who else I had? Although this is wrong too. I, I mean, really, my the best one was uh, James McAvoy. So it's just going downhill from here. But also, and you won't know who this is, Rach. I 100% guarantee. Jamie Bamba as Apollo from oh. uh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh my Galactica. God, I love him. I know. The Rochester though, no. I think he could do it. He's, anyway, here's hat. Okay. <laughs> I've Googled. <laughs> you, you're going to hate it. <laughs> I don't love it. Okay. James McAvoy was, great. was also on my list. So I think that's a strong suggestion. Yeah. I found this really hard. And <laughs> I just sort of find it in a little bit and said oh, okay. Tom Hardy. <laughs> I think he's too. It's not bad, though, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy isn't bad. He's got so. Many lips. <laughs> His face is mostly I lip. feel like, do you know what? I feel like he's too almost many too, lips, like, not enough nostrils. Just, just, just too wild and feral. He's not you know grim I mean? and looking too feral, enough. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like he belongs in a cabin, not in a small <laughs> estate. He belongs in a cabin. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know what what are you intending to do to Tom Hardy? <laughs> like, more lumberjacky vibes, you know what I mean? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong. Isn't he from London? Yeah. I don't see Lumberjack, but I mean, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I don't see him as, as a dreamy lead for... Okay. I see and I also... Sorry, go on. No, no. no. Who, else, who else do you have? I also write down Luke Evans. Oh, that's... For God's sake. <laughs> we just have a ban on Luke Evans. Why, Why? do you hate Luke Evans? Just, great choice. I like Luke yeah, Evans. I think, yeah, I think I, think mm. I could see him as dreamy rock. You know what? Yeah. You know what I don't like about him? His head's too small. What? It is. How... Could you have possibly come to that? Have you measured his decision? <laughs> Go watch Beauty and the Beast and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Wait, he's amazing in Beauty and the Beast. And I, he's funny, but he was not right for me because his face was too small. Yeah, but I mean, he, they <laughs> make honestly, him look his... very broad in that. Yeah. Film, like Gaston. Unfortunately, they don't make his big face and chin. Look at the cartoon version of Gaston versus the real version. Doesn't check out. <laughs> I, well, I... Well, I hope there is no human who looks like Gaston the cartoon. There probably is. You really hate Luke Evans. Anyway. I'm just going to mention him every other time. <laughs> <laughs> so which one do we want to cite? Do we like any of those? So there was Luke Evans and, and Tom That's Hardy. a no, no. I like Luke Evans. Who was your first one again? Oh, the guy I didn't know. Okay, he can come in, that guy. <laughs> who, Jason Isaac? The BSG guy. Oh, no, wait. Jason Isaac? Oh, no, no, that was Roxanne's suggestion. Oh, yeah. what was your first one then? Tom Hardy. Oh, so you've only had Tom Hardy and Luke Evans. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told you it was a hard round for me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, pressure's all on you. I don't have that many good ones. I mean, I had James. <laughs> <laughs> <and you. laughs> well, how the tables Okay, turn. what about Jasper from The Holiday? And oh, Rufus Sewell. Yes. Yes, I thought about him. Yeah, I think he'd be good. Yeah, yeah. he probably would be, actually. Yeah. I almost put him in my contemporary list, but, but I was like, actually, I think he'd be good in but this. But that's your dreamy list. Dreamy, yeah. Like I think he, I think he would do like a good. I think he's a very realistic, realistic, but I don't think he's dreamy. I mean, I I love Rufus Sewell, but 
He does look like he could murder someone with his eyes. I know. So he would be realistic. <laughs> Not that, dreamy. No, but that has you want to be looked at with serial killer yeah, eyes? Yeah, of course. Because Rochester, game. that's an aspect of his personality. Yeah, but it's also like, do you want to see his abs? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that one's next as, as a dreamy. So great realistic great selection. Realistic. I, I put Bad this dreamy. one down. I feel like hot is maybe an exaggeration, but then I also thought... <laughs> I think you guys might. I was also confused by these categories. <laughs> I think you might like him, so maybe you guys will go for it. Benedict Cumberbatch. No! What? Did you not understand the no. brief? Well, he was quite. What was that film, Flo? We saw it together, and he's like a time wizard. <laughs> Doctor Strange? <Yeah. laughs> oh, it's no, like he's quite. Really? He's tortured and grumpy in that. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Time Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) That is what he is. I really really don't think you understand the brief (laughs) of what dream Uh, I I I, I struggled the most with that category. We'll calm down. We'll calm down. Look, him as the Time Wizard, (laughs) I can can sort of see. See where I'm coming from? I can sort of see a Rochester vibe. Sort of. But for me, he doesn't seem tortured, damaged. He just seems to, I don't know, he's sort of too urbane and kind of okay. sleek. Yeah. And again, I would, I I would put him in realistic more than yeah. dreamy. We're talking dreamy. We're talking <laughs> okay. like, let's move on. You, you, that's it for your dream. Rufus Sowell and the Time Wizard. Okay. <laughs> I also said James McAvoy. You just said it first. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, James McAvoy was a good choice. Okay, I think this Next week I'm saying my choices first so that when I have the good idea, everyone's like, oh, that was a good suggestion. <laughs> Okay, um, so contemporary next. I think uh, this could be the round that saves us. So this is the, this is the modern, so far. the modern day Rochester. I have great options for this. I have a few really good ones. I I have one that I feel extremely enthusiastic about. Okay. Oh, well, one of one of mine was uh, Jason Isaacs. So that was my contemporary. Okay. I thought he'd yeah. be great as a lead. And also this one, bit of a curveball, mm-hmm. but what do you think about? Ken Watanabe, who was in The Last Samurai. He was also in, um, gosh, he was in... He's in Inception, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I, as a contemporary, I don't know, I just, I think he's got the right spirit for it. Yeah, and also I think he'd be great at teasing Jane because he has that sort of, you know... Okay, he's 60 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, we're talking contemporary Rochester. I mean, if he's going to be having all these mistresses and a divorcee wife that he's, you know. uh, Okay, well, in the contemporary version, answer me this before I rule him in or out. How old do we see Jane Eyre? In the contemporary version? I don't know. She's got to be be in her... 20s. Late twenties or yeah. early thirties, I think. I, oh, no, I, I even, 20s, I, yeah, I it's like I even think thirties too old for Jane. Yeah, twenties. Yeah. Okay, he might be too. Old, but those were the the only two I had. I found contemporary hard. Okay, Flo, anybody? Michael Shannon. Ooh, that is really right. Really he's got smart. he's got those brows. He's, he's got, got a real nose, heavy brow. You yeah. know, like, and he's just got that very intense kind of like. Uh, kind of looming present definitely if you're going for like the the (laughs) The, sort of (laughs) not as hot version well i love michael shannon (laughs) i am we'll let the record show (laughs) michael shannon 
Um, I, I, but he's, yeah, I mean, he's actually there. I could see. I think he's attractive. I mean, I, I've I, just pulled up a picture of him where he looks a little intense. And I mean, I think I think he's ripe for Rochester, a contemporary, realistic Rochester. Mm-hmm. I think he's okay. He's going to, I mean, uh, remember Rochester uh, is, uh, is attractive, bad. but yeah. not I've gone hot. in a slightly different direction. No way, I haven't finished. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finished. I'm sorry. Okay. Have they bar them? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No? No. Why? He's got very heavy brows. I mean, (laughs) on the brow alone, yes, but on everything else, no. Why? Not the right energy for me. Yeah. He has kind of a creepy energy. So does Rochester. That's true. I I don't know that I would say Rochester's creepy. I just don't see him gaslighting someone. I don't know why. We need a gaslighter. He is creepy, but he wouldn't Have you not seen him in Skyfall? He's very... Yeah, but that's that's next level. Yeah, but that's kind of like creepy. That's what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm picturing him in No Country for Old Men with that. I mean, I tell you what, he's got the Rochester hair down with that hair. I mean, we can all agree he's a very handsome man. All right, my last suggestion is Joaquin Phoenix. How old is Joaquin Phoenix now? He's in his 40s, his late 40s, maybe. I think he could definitely do it. I wouldn't want to cast him just because it's like, okay... You've done it, Joaquin Phoenix. We get it. <laughs> you like to play the bad guy. You like to play the tortured guy. Like. <laughs> Couldn't take his method acting yeah. on set. Yeah. <laughs> there is something about him that maybe reads as a little bit too unhinged rather mm. than Rochester isn't unhinged. He's no. kind of, he's quite composed. I don't know why I'm critiquing my own choice. But <laughs> <laughs> I think he just, I just thought the look is right because actually Joaquin Phoenix is, is good looking and attractive. You know what? He does have got the right kind look. Of if, face. if we went with Joaquin Phoenix, we could get Rooney Mara as Jane, Mar- Jane Eyre. Oh, Ooh. modern goth love story. Yeah, yeah that actually isn't bad. I, uh, like, yeah, they I look don't. good together and she's, she looks, she does. She, she looks, looks very young. She's frail, mm-hmm. yeah. bird-like yeah. lady. Contemporary picks? I do. Yeah. Okay. Shall I just go with my favorite one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Adam Driver. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. He would be a great modern Rochester. Like a contemporary one with a more romantic leaning. Y- yeah. If, if you're, because he can you're, be, he, it's a generous contemporary. That's how yeah. we'll, we'll list out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I saw him in Marriage Story recently and uh, he, was, he was really great in that. Like I, he, I he's him. very good at playing roles where he's horrible but also kind of the best mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah, exactly it that, like that's, uh, I, which is which is rochester a little bit yeah no that's very true actually yeah i i'm on board adam driver i'm on board oh, i'm so glad that went down because when i <laughs> yeah. thought of it i was like he's the one i think maybe he's a little bit too young but yeah yeah but, but yeah I, I think i felt yeah, like yeah, i had yeah, more I, liberties because like he's contemporary he's probably about 35 Yes, yeah. real in yeah. in modern times. So he's you know a Victorian, a ho- a Hollywood Victorian fourteen. fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do you want other suggestions? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. Um, what about Colin Farrell? Not bad. He's probably too mm. handsome for it, though. You know, I kind of think I kind of like that actually. But yeah, he's he's very conventionally handsome. Colin Farrell is quite good at doing the tortured with a touch of shy. Mm. which I also sort of feel like Rochester is because he's not, he's not like, he doesn't really have any friends. He's not, he's not yeah. very social. That's the word I'm looking for. He's he, not very social. You'd believe that he was hiding a wife in the attic too. So I like that. Yeah. 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 And that it was like mm. through, you know, through circumstances that he wasn't 100% in control of. Yeah. Like he wasn't the architect of the misery, but he just sort of carried it. You're yeah. selling me on this. I, I like that one too. I mean, maybe we should round up. So who was our favorite 
of all the categories. We had Daniel Craig, Jason Isaacs and Damien Lewis for Mm -hmm. our realistic. Yeah. I gotta say, I, I, Jason, Jason Isaacs is is my favorite for for realistic. Yeah, probably for yeah, probably okay. as well. Okay, and then for dreamy, we had this is where it went completely yeah. haywire. J- James McAvoy, I <laughs> James think, is McAvoy. the clear dreamy. Who choice. did I say? Oh, Tom Hardy and Nico. Yeah, it's <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> and then Let's you, not go back there. <laughs> and then you said uh, Rufus Seal, which really confused us. And uh, you we'll know, say we'll say magic. We'll like, say James McAvoy. You know what? I don't know the Time Wizard. <laughs> Oh, the time wizard. I forgot about that. No, James McAvoy, I think, for Dreamy. Yeah, that's the least insane. You could see what I was trying to do there. (laughs) I was being very generous. (laughs) And then contemporary... Adam Driver. I'm not totally sold on Adam. I I actually think I'm more convinced by Colin Farrell now. Okay, just let's be... Really honest. Don't overthink it. Michael Shannon. Can we please? Michael Shannon is great too. Michael Shannon. On the count of three, who would you rather kiss? (laughs) (laughs) Colin Farrell or Adam Driver? Say the name that comes to your head. One, two, three. Adam Adam Driver. Driver. (laughs) Exactly. That's why we're casting. I mean, sorry. Hey, you didn't even consider Michael Shannon there. (laughs) Okay. Who would you rather kiss? Adam Driver, (laughs) Colin Farrell, or Michael Shannon? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Michael Shannon. (laughs) Really? Do you want to kiss Michael Shannon? Is that what this is about? Am I hoping that he's listening? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> because Look, he I'm is. a married lady. I'm just, I just want him to get a little you know bit what? of respect that he deserves. Rochester was married too and that didn't stop him. Okay. Well, throw your husband not in, the keep attic. Keep in the attic. <laughs> as annoying as he is. Marriage doesn't have to be forever if you just <laughs> lock him in. This is going down a very strange path. It's getting weird. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, let's, should we let Rachel have it and we'll say Adam Driver? Yeah, Adam Come Driver. Come on, give me Adam Driver. Okay, Adam Driver it is. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to announce that Adam Driver has just been cast <laughs> in a contemporary version of Jane Eyre. But who should play opposite him? That's, That's the question. That is the question. <laughs> <laughs>